0: Hello and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G and it's Wednesday, December 20th. Tesla has secured a new credit union partner to help reduce monthly electric car payments amid the higher interest rates. Over the last year, one of the biggest storylines around Tesla has been the high interest rates affecting prices. Tesla has consistently reduced prices around the lineup, trying to keep up demand. And now Origins has announced that they have signed a new partnership which will help Tesla buyers match up with a credit union. It'll be interesting to see if Tesla can start offering lower interest rates with the new partnership. Currently, Tesla offers $4,500 down, 6.69% APR over 72 months on the Model Y, which is their most popular model. A new report from Bloomberg claims that Tesla has decided to skip stock-based compensation for employees' annual performance review. According to the report, Tesla is still doing modest cost of living increases and adjustments to the base salary. Now, it's unclear if this is a one-time move amid a tough year when Tesla has had to cut prices and saw their gross margins crash, or if this is a new policy going forward. Elon Musk has often claimed that Tesla has the best employee compensation in the auto industry because of their stock options. Just last month, he actually told a crowd at a New York Times conference, quote, The challenge is, how do we retain great people to do the hard work of building cars when they have, like, six other opportunities that they can go with that are easier? We certainly try to ensure the prosperity of everyone. We give everyone stock options. (music) Tesla has been partnering with major new home builders all over the U.S. to deploy solar and power walls, and they now claim to have deployed, quote, over 600 solar neighborhoods. Now, Tesla neighborhood is a term that is being used for developments where the homes are integrated with part of Tesla's Powerwall ecosystem, like the Powerwall Home Battery Pack, for example. One of the bigger developments is a new one in Austin, Texas, which has up to 12,000 new homes in the plan. Last year, Tesla also announced a similar project in Las Vegas. Now, we don't expect Tesla to announce all the neighborhoods, but they must have gotten something really fast because... They've had some 598 spring up in a very short time. Lucid has said that they have already started developing their high-volume electric vehicle lineup poised to rival the Tesla Model 3 and Y. The CEO, Peter Rawlinson, revealed that the company was aiming to release an EV priced around $50,000. As for the time frame, he clarified to Autocar that Lucid is already developing the Tesla-rivaling EVs. He said, quote, I've formally stated mid-late decade, and that has been completely misquoted as the end of the decade, or 2030. He added, quote, It takes three and a half years to do a car, and we've started, and it wasn't yesterday. Now, Lucid still has some woods to get through before they reach that sweet electric vehicle made for the masses. The automaker has struggled to ramp up production and deliveries this year. In fact, deliveries slip from a peak of 1,932 in the fourth quarter of '22 to just 1,456 in the third quarter. Output is also down. They produced 1,550 vehicles in the third quarter, down 50% from its peak, which was almost 3,500, again, fourth quarter of last year. (music) Nearly half of Buick dealers took buyouts from General Motors instead of committing to selling and servicing electric vehicles. Buick is moving to an all-electric future by 2030, So they gave their dealers a choice back in 2022, either invest $300,000 to $400,000 to prepare to sell EVs or voluntarily give up the franchise. This, according to Automotive News. Now, General Motors is going to end their 2023 with around 1,000 Buick dealerships across the U.S. That's 47% down from this last January. Now, plus, the buyout option also remains open, so more dealerships could follow suit. A General Motors spokesperson said, quote, The average dealer throughput tripled while reducing 47% of our dealer points. Now, these are compelling numbers, and we have a leaner, stronger, and more effective network. A fire at General Motors' Factory Zero EV plant on Tuesday night caused the automaker to halt production. No employees or firefighters were injured, but the building was evacuated as a precaution. General Motors has since resumed production at the factory this morning, and the automaker said that the fire was likely caused by a forklift which accidentally punctured a container full of battery materials near the shipping dock area. The Detroit fire chief, James Harris, told the Detroit Free Press that the fire department called a third alarm fire on late Tuesday to get it under control. Harris said that about 60 firefighters and 18 trucks were on the scene. Self-driving company Waymo has released a report saying that their Waymo Driver self-driving vehicles outperform human drivers significantly, leading to much fewer crashes and injuries when compared to benchmark human drivers. Now, Waymo's data claims a 57% reduction in crashes that were reported to the police and an 85% reduction in crashes that caused any bodily injury. The data represents 7.14 million rider-only miles and is compared to a baseline of how commonly human drivers get into crashes in the same area. Waymo previously released a report claiming a 100% reduction in bodily injury, but they have since reported three accidents that included bodily injury to the NHTSA, one each in August, September, and November of this year. That seems to be enough to jar the percentages quite a bit, leading me to wonder how their tally was made. The Biden administration is worried about the imminent wave of Chinese battery factories being built in Mexico, this which would further intensify the trade war between the U.S. and China. The U.S. Inflation Reduction Act is hoping to curb Chinese battery dominance. However, building south of the border could be a small price to pay for scoring higher profits and sales for these Chinese companies. As a matter of fact, Chinese companies MG, BYD, and Cherry have all been scouting sites in Mexico and talking with officials, according to a report in the Financial Times. The U.S. government has stated that it is not trying to block investments from China funneling into Mexico, but rather would work towards applying trade rules between the two countries. In today's community comment found on YouTube, pokut one asks, Why are all automakers adopting NACS in 2025? For example, why isn't Rivian or Lucid rushing to release it next summer? Well, Pokut, number one, I can't say for certain, but I'm just going to guess that the automakers are simply using CCS for the next year because of design and supplier contracts. I don't know, kind of makes sense to me. The cars don't need just a new plug to be locally swapped only at the charging port area, but they do need new wiring and very likely new cooling and specifications and of course, a lot of software nonsense that needs time to be coded. I'm guessing that companies set for themselves a realistic goal, not just for that, but also to respectfully phase out the component suppliers. I don't know how it all goes down, but at least in bicycles, a company will purchase supply contracts filled in the future, a 1,000 brake calipers, 500 forks, and stuff like that. There's a chance that the car companies don't want the hassle of having to back out of these deals, even if they have the legal manpower to blast through any contract or purchase agreement. I don't know. Those are my guesses, but I want to know what you guys think. You can let me know in the comments below. Thanks for watching Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and I hope you have a great day.